going to bring things more local now. Joining me on the show is Josh Sharp. Josh is the new executive vice president of the Illinois Petroleum Marketers Association and the Illinois Association of Convenience Stores. Josh, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, you know, we've been talking this morning about whether anything is really going on in Springfield in light of kind of the uh, clouds of these investigations that are going on. There's a lot of talk about wanting to do things, including talk about uh, trying to curb vaping products, uh, even talk of uh, curbing flavored vaping products, as well as flavored tobacco products. Uh, is anything going to happen? Uh, that's a good question. Um, let's just talk a little bit about, I think, the legislation that was introduced last week um, sought to really do all three. You sort of you, you nailed it there. We were going to um, ban all, essentially all flavored products, both vaping and tobacco. Um, we had twin bills, one in the House, one in the Senate, um, to do exactly that. So, you know, whether you enjoyed flavored vaping products or you enjoyed menthol cigarettes or uh, flavored tobacco, if you were a pipe smoker, all those products would have been banned um, underneath uh, or according to those proposals. So I, I don't think we're probably headed towards um, seeing a complete ban after last week's veto session. I think um, some of the stakeholders, you know, in, including us, are going to come to the table and try to reach an agreement. Obviously, I think all this was, was brought on because of, you know, you had a real uh, crisis in recent months about um, vaping. You know, well, we've of, got three deaths uh, here in the state of Illinois. Exactly. You've had a lot of people sick. You've had people die. So I think certainly um, vaping brought this, uh, this issue from center but it's been our it's been uh our suggestion that if if vaping is somehow the problem then we ought to focus on vaping and not include you know um menthol cigarettes and uh, pipe tobacco as, as part of the alleged solution to that problem I, I thought it's been very interesting i've been reading some of the arguments about the issue of uh menthol cigarettes and of course mm-hmm. menthol cigarettes are uh, part of of supported in the black culture and interesting arguments pro and con that some are saying well if you banned all flavored uh, tobacco products and left out menthol then you're being a racist and i've heard the opposite that if you ban flavored products including menthol then you're being a racist for denying people the right of choice. Sure. I I, I can tell you this. Banning all of the, the, the blanket ban, which we're talking about in Springfield, um, would be extremely expensive to Illinois taxpayers. I think the, the hit uh, for the state budget that we came up with, and I think we had others that uh, substantiated this number, was around $300 million. So that's the amount of money the state of Illinois stood to lose. On an, on an um, annual basis? On an annual basis, if they went ahead with the ban on all flavored tobacco products. And even, I, I would say, just a sort of a side note to that, when Illinois passed the capital bill this last spring, you know, for roads, bridges, school construction, the, the price of a pack of cigarettes or the tax on a pack of cigarettes went up by a dollar. So the tax went from a dollar ninety-eight to two ninety-eight per pack. That extra dollar was earmarked for especially school construction, so vertical projects at schools, colleges, universities. That hit would be about $160 million over six years, so almost a billion dollars lost um, 
you know, by doing a blanket ban on, on flavored tobacco products. So the ban comes with a real cost, and it's a very high financial cost. And, um, you know, obviously we hope to, uh, I, I, we hope to in the second week of veto session really kind of narrow this ban uh, down to, you know, um, or narrow the discussion of a ban to, to vaping and, and exclude the uh, other flavored tobacco products. Well, and we've seen from the White House had talked about doing a, ban on flavored vaping products Mm -hmm. but then we've also seen that kind of evolve and change and that well maybe menthol products would be uh, Mm -hmm. excluded Mm -hmm. from that ban but wouldn't it be better just to have the feds kind of ideally absolutely absolutely that would be it percent the best way forward because then illinois um wouldn't be the so-called hole in the donut you know if we do our own thing here on here in illinois you still have our neighboring states you have you know you you have wisconsin you have missouri you have indiana and these products would remain we haven't heard anything so far about a ban in those states and and from the retailer's perspective you know that's troubling because again the legislation in, in illinois that we talked about last week had absolutely no prohibition on possession or use of these products it's really the worst kind of ban from a retailer's perspective because all you're doing is telling consumers go to two places to get these you can either go to your neighboring states or you can go to go to the black market and get them but it would not have uh you know it wouldn't have precluded the sale or or excuse me the use or possession in illinois just purely the sale of these products so a federal ban would at least you know have a level playing field for all states but you know i don't know um i don't know where where um the fda is on this or you know where the trump administration is on this they've they've indicated before they would like to take action on it but as you said you know we haven't seen anything we're speaking with josh sharp he is the executive vice president of the illinois petroleum marketers association and the illinois association of convenience stores i'm rick pearson this is the sunday spin Welcome back to your Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune here in the WGN Skyline Studio. Joining me on the phone, Josh Sharp, Executive Vice President of the Illinois Petroleum Marketers Association and the Illinois Association of Convenience Stores. We've been talking about the issue of uh, Springfield lawmakers looking at various curbs on issues involving vaping involving uh, flavored vaping flavored tobacco but josh i wanted to kind of broaden the conversation you've mentioned the issue of how in that capital bill how uh cigarette taxes were raised by a dollar a pack uh there there was great concern uh about from from your organization about that particularly as you mentioned earlier about the borders um we also had the gas tax increase um, what is what is the state of uh, of petroleum marketers and, and these convenience sure. stores these days? Sure, I mean it's just you know it's it's be, it's become especially on the borders you know exceedingly difficult um, it, to be to remain competitive in the gasoline market because of you know us in the state doubling the gas tax. Um, you take you take the doubling of the gas tax on top of uh, you know cigarettes you know going up uh, by a dollar per pack the, the tax going up by a dollar per pack and it it is just it's it's very tough for our members to to do business in the state especially on the on the on the border communities or in the border communities um i think what you'll see you know people always ask me you know what's the what's the net effect of that and i think frankly what it's going to result in is just people having to drive farther to to get gas um we've seen 
seen, I think, already uh, some of our, our members that are located in uh, um, the border communities like Quincy, you know, their sales for gasoline are down 20 or 25 percent. So if you've just got, you know, a, a really small operation in a small town that's close to a border, um, you know, they're I, I don't know how much longer, you know, they'll continue to, to be in business because consumers, you know, they just they go where the price is cheaper and they go to Missouri or they go to Indiana. So I think that's ultimately, you know, what we're looking at is people um, in border communities probably having to drive a little bit further to get gas. Now, Josh, I know a lot of, of these convenience stores, the gas stations, they have they sell lottery tickets. Uh, they do. Is, is there, in this new uh gambling expansion where mm-hmm. the lottery gets to do more are there provisions mm-hmm. in that like maybe sports betting or something like that that could help yes. some of your some of your retailers yeah we're optimistic about that i think um i don't think next year i think the year after i think convenience stores um have an, have an opportunity to get involved with the with the sports betting and as to what that'll look like or how that'll actually function i'm not entirely sure yet i think that's something then something that we're going to work on uh with the lottery but yes we do we do get to uh we do get to access that which i mean that would seem to be one advantage versus border states that's that's right, and, and it would be, and that would be very helpful to our to our members. However, I think Indiana is working on is working on something similar, so it would put us kind of on par with I think what they're doing in in Indiana and how they're ruling out their sports betting. So, kind of bringing the conversation full circle with sure. uh, with Tom Demmer and and even with with Pat Brady, uh, do you really think we're going to see anything happen in the second week of the fall veto session? Well, in terms of the issue we talked about, yes. let's just talk a little bit about the, the you know the vaping and the flavor ban. I I I think there is some room to maybe do a compromise on on those uh, on those issues. And I think if we move the conversation away from banning all to you know all flavored tobacco products and again and again come back uh, to vaping, I think you know we're reasonable people. You know our members are reasonable. I mean there are areas I think where you know we could reach some compromise. And you know one thing that we've you know talked. To, uh, some other stakeholders about is the possibility of moving um, vape sales to 21 only stores or 21 only areas. Um, if you've ever been in a convenience store, ever been in a bar or a restaurant that has video gaming, you know what I'm talking about. There's an entire sort of separate dedicated area that's 21 and over. And there's some thinking that perhaps, you know, before we say, hey, we're going to just totally ban all these things, let's, you know, possibly uh, consider moving these products to an area like that that would really, really, really help, um, you know, I, I think decrease the uh, youth access to these products. Another thing we'd like to see is just a complete outright ban on on online sales. Um, there's that's sort of a gray area right now in terms of shipping and delivering these products. Whether or not you could deliver, you know, like a vaping device through the mail, we'd like to see an absolute ban on that. And and then I think um, also if we're going to you know look at you know flavors or certain flavors being banned, we'd really like to uh, pursue exemptions for menthol and mint. Menthol and mint are far and away the most popular flavors among adult users. Most adult users aren't really interested in, in mango or, you know, candy cane flavored vape. They like menthol and mint. So we would really like to, um, you know, preserve exemptions uh, on those products. So I do think, you know, maybe next week during veto session, 
if we're going to move on this legislation, perhaps we can move in that direction. Um, as far as what kind of broader movement you might see uh, in Springfield next week, I, I think the answer is probably not much. Um, I don't think there's a real appetite in Springfield to uh, do anything big during this veto session. Um, first of all, I think much was accomplished during the spring legislative session, and obviously with all the other the other issues um, swirling around state government these days, I think uh, I think things will be be pretty quiet um, when they come back next week. That's Josh Sharp. He's executive vice president of the Illinois Petroleum Marketers Association and Illinois Association of Convenience Stores. Josh, thank you so much for joining me, and uh, we'll be taking a look to see what, if anything, happens in that second week of the veto session. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate you having me on.